welcome back to your next lesson in Rewired. And today is all about what we call your board of directors. And this is one of the greatest influences on your vision. This is one of the secret sauces of not just personal development, but life development. Write this down in your notes. The greatest life hack in the world is selecting your peer group intelligently. You've heard over the years the cliches about how your life is the average of the five people you spend your time around, correct? You've heard that just like everyone else, right? And it's a great cliche, but remember, it's a cliche for a reason. Never roll your eyes at cliches. They're cliches for a reason, right? They stick for a reason. And so our board of directors is one of the greatest influences on a vision coming true. And that's why I'm placing it here under your vision, because if you are surrounded by people consistently, that are dreaming small or dreaming less than or trying to limit your vision in the beginning you might note that you're, you're going after it but there's going to be a piece of you that slowly and gradually is influenced by that so i want to introduce you to a quote from one of my main mentors tony robbins you've heard me mention him a few times one of my favorite quotes of all time write this down your life is a direct reflection of the expectations of your peer group if you are around people that expect you to dream hit, dream huge and expect you to thrive, guess what will happen? You'll dream huge and you will thrive. You will. It's amazing. When you're around people that expect you to succeed, you succeed. But when you are around people where failure and mediocrity and things like, and if you want to get granular, things like, let's say, overeating or things like drinking alcohol way too often or things of just limiting things are a regular staple in their lives then slowly but surely you're going to be influenced by that and so pay attention to this gradual influence i'll give you an example let's say that you have a vision of losing 30 pounds and feeling fully alive on your daughter's wedding day i'm making this example up let's say that that's one of your big dreams and big visions that you'll you know come up with here in just a, a tomorrow actually let's say that that's the big goal and big dream and you're really excited about that. And you're surrounded by people that eat chicken wings and cheeseburgers and drink beer six, seven days a week. Now in the beginning, what happens? You feel a lot of energy towards this dream because you're passionate about it, you're excited about it, right? So you go after this dream with everything you've got. And all of your friends go out and, and you love your friends. So you're like, okay, I'm going to go out with them and I'm going to make a smart choice. I'm going to choose to eat the salad and get water with lemon instead of eating the wings and the beer, right? And so that first week you do that. You successfully choose the water and the salad and all of your friends are drinking beer and, you know, having chicken wings. And they might drop some comments like, oh, you're too good for us. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, you're on that health kick, right? And they'll say things like that. And you kind of shrug it off, right? But in the back of your mind, you're like, well, do they not love me as much, right? Are they judging me? Like, and you kind of play it off a little bit. And so the next week goes by and you're on your health kick, right? And you're out at the restaurant and you go out and they get beers and chicken wings. And you've had a week and a half and in your mind, there's been that feeling of, well, are they going to judge me? And so what do you do? You end up getting a salad, but this time you get fried chicken on the salad and you know, water as well. And your friends still kind of give you a hard time, right? And so in that moment you go, well, maybe I can have one beer. And so you just have one beer, right? Nothing wrong with having a beer. I mean, that's not what I'm saying, but for this example, it makes sense. I'll just have one beer. So you have a beer, okay? And you're like, I, I just don't want to lose that feeling with them. And so a week goes by, 
you go back out with your friends, they're having chicken wings and beer, and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna treat myself today. I've been working hard for three weeks, I'm gonna treat myself. And what do you do? You get chicken wings and beer. And next thing you know, it unlocks something where now each time you go out, you go out multiple times a week and you have chicken wings and beer. And slowly but surely, your standards have decreased. So that's just an easy example of what happens when you're not around people that are playing the game of life higher than you are. When you are around people that expect less of themselves than you do of yourself, you will gradually drop down to that level. It doesn't make you better or worse than anyone. You will just lower your standards. Because, why is this? Because we crave love. If you remember from a previous lesson in rewiring our mind for success, one of our deepest fears is we're not enough. And if we're not enough, we won't be loved. Remember, love is a biological need, right? So because we have this fear of losing love, we will adapt to make sure that people love us, that we're experiencing love. That's a stronger pull than willpower. Remember, willpower is push motivation. It only lasts so long. It's inspiration that pulls you. And when you have inspiration paired with positive influences in your life, magic can start happening. But what happens when these people around you, like everyone, isn't the type of person that you aspire to be like? And we're gonna go into how to actually solve this in just a couple minutes. But I wanna first explain the difference between a friend versus a peer. A friend versus a peer. So remember how I said it's a gradual influence. What's a friend? A friend is someone that supports you. A peer is someone that challenges you. Let me repeat that. A friend is someone that supports you. A peer is someone that challenges you to be better, I should say. And so what most people do is their peer group is full of friends, full of people that support. And normally in these situations, let's say you're going through a challenging time, let's say in business. With a friend, what a friend might say is, I'm sorry, that sucks. Like, if you're going through that and like, let's say you're not making as much money, oh, that sucks. Yeah, it's been tough for me too. I haven't had, you know, as high a pay in a while, right? And they kind of talk about how it's bad and they focus on the problems. Oh, that sucks, right? That's an example. With a peer, it's a different response. If you say, I'm having these challenges in business, I'm not making as much money as I used to, a peer will say, I can imagine that's challenging. What are you going to do about it? How are you going to solve this problem? How are you going to improve this situation? How are you going to make it better and create more wealth? A peer is someone that will call you on your crap. A peer is someone that uplifts you to become more. And I guess the best definition of peer that I've ever heard is a peer is someone whose opinion you care so much about that you will change your standards for that person so you don't lose their love. That's what a peer is. And so we want a peer group that is going to uplift us. I have friends that have lower standards for me in terms of money, in terms of a business, things of that nature. Now, that's, that's different. A peer is someone that uplifts. And so for a proper peer group, I'm gonna give you an exercise to evaluate this in a minute, but for a proper peer group, what we need is to be surrounded by people that are playing life at the next level than us. And so this is what I call our board of directors. And it's based on this idea if you are the best in class, you're in the wrong class. If you are the best in class, you're in the wrong class. Now, why? sometimes what I've noticed happen, especially with our previous you know, clients, is they'll be surrounded by people where they're always the mentor. They're always the guide. They're always the person helping people solve their problems. It's almost like the friend therapist where you're always the one that people can lean on. 
And we kind of get addicted to that. And why do we get addicted to that? Because when we are the best in class, meaning we're always the example, we always have our crap together, it makes us feel important to be quote unquote better than, even though no one's better than anyone, to feel superior, to feel like you've advanced your life and you can uplift these people. Having people need you is something that we all crave. We all crave that feeling of support, uh, of significance, of importance. And so if we're surrounded by people that we are always achieving more than and we are always uh, being a better example then, sometimes we get addicted to having that type of circle because it makes us feel important, it makes us feel significant. But I promise you, if you're the best in class, you are in the wrong class. If I take a look at my inner circle, the people that I allow to influence my life, and by the way, it is totally okay if your family and your spouse is not on this list. We'll talk about more of that in just a couple minutes. But when I take a look at my, my board of directors, my inner circle, each week I am having conversations with multimillionaires every single week. I'm constantly surrounded by people that are playing the game of life better than I am in some category. And what oftentimes comes up in this conversation when I talk about, well, you need to be surrounded by people that are playing life better than you in some category. What oftentimes people say is, well, then why would someone who understands the importance of peer group want to be around me if they're playing life better than I am? And they clearly understand this concept. And this is about, this is why it's so important to understand that all of your life is factored into this. So for example, you might be an amazing, you might be an amazing parent, an incredible parent, have an incredible relationship with your kids, and you might suck at business. Being in a partnership or a mastermind group or in a peer-to-peer -peer relationship with someone that is incredible in business could still be equally valuable to that person because they might not have as great of a relationship with their children. And so they see your relationship with your children and like, I want that. That's success to me. I crave that. And you see their business acumen and you're like, wow, I want that. That's amazing to me. And so this is how you can get in the circle of people playing ball at the next level as you. You add value in the area that you are a master. Every single person watching this is a master in some area of their life. You've done things really, really well. Maybe you have a passionate marriage, but you're bad at money. Well, there's a lot of people that are really great with money that have poor marriages. You can add tremendous value and value exchanges with each other and hop on success partnership calls and help each other out. But if you are in a situation where you're always the mentor or your calls are always talking about problems, it's a sign that you're in the wrong group. And so your goal is to get around people playing life at the next level than you. And how we do this is taking a look at what we call our board of directors. Now, what is a board of directors? It's a metaphor. Board of directors is a metaphor that I created five years ago when I filmed my original course. And board of directors is this concept of, I like to view my life like a multinational corporation. Meaning, if I'm a multinational corporation and I'm publicly traded, that means that I have people that sit in and advise the direction my company goes. It's called the board of directors. The decisions that are made in that boardroom influence the actions that are taken throughout my company and therefore impact the bottom line of my company. Same thing is true in your life. The people that you are surrounded by, that you take your advice from, your peer group, your board of directors, those people are the people that are directly influencing the actions you take in your life and therefore your bottom line. 
the way that your life ends up being, the results in your life. Does that make sense? And so what we want to make sure and do is evaluate who's sitting on our board. That's what we're gonna do. And we're gonna get into that more in the exercise in just a couple of minutes. I'll show you how to evaluate that and what to do based on the people that are sitting on your board of directors. But what I wanna share with you is how do we actually get around these people? So we talked about the wheel of, of life and how some people might be thriving in one area but having an area of needing improvement in another and you can bring that value. So how do we get around people playing life at the next level than us? Two ways. The first way is you intentionally try to add value to the people that you admire. If you take a look at the people in your life, you're like, wow, like I wanna be in your circle, that would be life-changing for me. Instead of saying, hey, will you help me? Instead, you ask yourself, how can I add value to you? How can I help you? How can I serve you? And you add value to that person's life. If you give what you want to receive, you will automatically receive what you gave. That's the power of giving. So it's adding value. But the second way, and one of the most impactful ways to be around people that are playing ball at the next level, is to pay for it. You did that with this program. You invested to be around people that are playing ball in the 2% level, the level that most people aspire to. Like It seems like something so far beyond anything they ever thought of. You're one of the very few that is con committed to changing their life. You've invested in that, which means that you're going to be surrounded by people in our community that are ready to go after it too. So you want to always be investing in where those people hang out. One of the things that changed my life is I asked myself, where do the people that are playing life at the next level than me, where do they hang out? They're hanging out in course communities. They're hanging out in seminars. They're hanging out in masterminds, hanging out in coaching circles, right? That's where they're hanging out. And so what I always did is I always invested in that before I had the money to do it. I, I would be making $20,000 a year as a group fitness instructor, and I'd still invest $5,000 in a seminar to get around these people. And it has paid off 100 times over again, more than that. And so you invest in getting where they hang out, and not just the cheap seats either. When I would go to these events, I paid for the front row because I knew that the people that I want to aspire to be like are sitting in that front row. And that's what I would do. I would invest before I could in getting around those people. It transformed my life. Do you remember the story I told you about my buddy who challenged me on my $25,000 month goal when I said I wanted to be a $30,000 month goal? And he's like, no, 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 that's stupid. Well, I met him from investing in a mastermind with one of my mentors, Brendan Burchard. I'm in one of Brendan Burchard's masterminds, marketing mastermind. And I was sitting next to one of my buddies that who became one of my buddies and Pierre, and he's the one that advised me on those things a year down the road. And it's generated millions of dollars in our business because I invested before I could. I paid to be in the room where it happens. If you remember the Hamilton soundtrack, be in the room where it happens, get in the room where these people hang out. Does that make sense? And on top of your board of directors, the people that are advising you in your life or that are, are, are your peers in your life, 
you also have what I call a board of advisors. Now, what's a board of advisors? A board of advisors are mentors from afar. And this is powerful. That For people uh, that I would view on my board of advisors would be people like Tony Robbins or people like Brendan Burchard, right? People like Dean Graziosi. Those at, at this stage in my life, and I don't know where I'll be, at, this is at the time of this recording, perhaps I'll be peers with them soon. But at this stage, they are mentors from afar. And from learning their content, learning their material, I'm able to shrink what took them decades to learn down into a couple of days. And that's the power of having mentors from afar. But we don't want to mistake that as a board of directors member. So this is one of the most important concepts in personal development and why this is in this module is I want you to think about if you have a board of directors that is playing, that's playing life at a lower level versus if you have a board of directors that's playing life at a higher level and you have a beautiful vision for your life, this amazing Yosemite National Park type vision, think about how you would go about approaching that with these two groups. If you have the group that's playing life at the lower level and you're like, I want to go to Yosemite National Park, I have this big vision, then they might respond in a couple of ways. Number one is they might laugh. Number two is they might judge you. Number two, number three is they might try to protect you and keep you safe and say, no, 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 don't do that. You'll get hurt. Right. And they'll almost like say, well, I could never do that. And their actions are not that of growth. And so slowly, gradually decrease. So if your standards are here, but you're around people whose standards are here, then what happens is you will slowly bring that down. It's critical mass. If there's five people playing life up here and one person playing life down here, that person raises those levels. But if it's one person playing life up here and five people playing life down here, guess what happens? Because we crave love, we lower ourselves down to be at that level. Does that make sense? But think about the opposite. The opposite is also true. If, for example, you are around people that are playing life at a super high level, playing life at the next level than you, and you say, I want to drive to Yosemite National Park. I have this huge vision. What they'll say is, amazing. How can I support you? What do you need? How can I help get you there faster? Let me share this with you. It saved years of time. right? And they'll help you get there. And because when you're around people that expect you to succeed, you succeed. Does that make sense? And so how you, how you feel about yourself changes incredibly quickly when you level up who you're spending time with. Let me repeat that. How you feel about yourself, how you feel when you look in the mirror, that intrinsic value of self-worth you feel about yourself changes incredibly quickly when you level up who you are spending your time with. There's no greater life hack in the world than selecting your peer group intelligently. And what oftentimes happens at this point in the conversation is people will say things to me like, but what if they're in your family? What if they're my spouse? What if my spouse is negative? What if my family's negative? What if I'm the only positive person in my family? Remember what I said about peer. A peer is someone that you intentionally select. A peer is someone that you allow to influence your life. And so what do I mean by this? Really simple. Write this down. Love your family, pick your peer group. When it's your family, one thing that I do is I use it as the greatest opportunity to express the best version of me to them, right? So I'm a leader in my family, just like you are a leader in your family. If you were, if you were doing, if you're doing personal development, stuff like this, you are a leader in your family, which means you have the power to influence. It might not be right away, but remember what happens when 
that when you're playing life up here and someone's playing life down here and you'll gradually improve that state. Think about it like a marriage. Two people deeply in love, deeply in love, and they both have crappy energy. How's that marriage gonna be? Crappy, right? But two people deeply in love with average energy, how's that marriage gonna be? Average. But what about two people deeply in love with outstanding energy? They're gonna have an amazing marriage, right? Same two people. It's the energy that changes things. But what do you do when you're in a marriage and one person has super high energy and one person has super low energy? What oftentimes happens when it's one-to-one is the high energy person, to make sure the lower energy person doesn't feel bad, is they drop their state down, which doesn't lift anyone up. It just shrinks you down to a lower level. But if instead you keep your state high, don't judge the person, don't talk down to the person, don't try to correct the person, but instead love them and show compassion through their challenges by being the example of personal growth instead of the dictator of personal growth, then what happens is you keep your state high and slowly you influence that person. You ever been around someone like that thinks they're funny, but they're not, right? In the beginning, they laugh like crazy and they're actually just annoying you. But what eventually happens if they keep laughing? They eventually get you to laugh, don't they? Because they've kept their state at a higher place. And so if it's your family, you don't decrease your energy. You use that as a beautiful example to be a leader, to show up with a higher energy state. Now, what most people do is they'll look at their family's lack of motivation, lack of drive, lack of goals, and they'll subconsciously judge their family. They'll say, are we growing apart? I can't believe that you're not doing personal growth and I am. You need to read this book. And all they hear is, you would love me if I changed. How many of you have ever said, or have you ever said, I love you, but you're so negative to your partner? If you've done that, what you're saying is, I would love you if you weren't negative. You're not saying I love you and, you're saying I love you, but. You're giving conditions on your love. So we wanna be the example. More on this in a later module. We wanna be the example of love. And what that means is seeing their challenges through the lens of compassion, not making it wrong that they're feeling the way that they do, but using this as a way to be the example of growth. And what will happen is slowly but surely, you may just raise their energy up. Does that make sense? So you want to love your family and pick your peer group. What that means is you select the people that you will allow to influence you. And when you're around people playing life at the next level than you, you have no choice but to succeed because we crave that acceptance. If the people around us are crushing it, we will level up. So I wanna take you through an exercise. This is the board of directors exercise. Remember, the people at that board of your company dictate the action the company takes and therefore the bottom line of the company. Well, your life is like a multinational corporation. I want you to think about, let's erase who you're spending your time with right now. And I want you to just think for a moment about the characteristics of an ideal board of directors member. This is emotionally, financially, physically, spiritually, financially, all these things. Think about the characteristics that you would see in a true this person I want on my board of directors. What would be the qualities in them? And jot those down. Do this as your homework. Jot those down. What are those qualities? They're super motivated. They're going after their big goals. They're dreaming big. They're excited. They're healthy. They're vibrant. They exercise regularly. They're alive. They're timely. They're passionate. They're caring. They're compassionate. They're loving. Like write all of those qualities down. And then what I want you to do is I want you to list out the five people that you spend the most time with, with the exception of your kids. 
Write down the five people that you spend the most time with, with the exception of your kids. You might be like, but Brad, I don't spend my time with anyone besides my spouse. Sounds like you need to. If you're saying I don't have people around me to at all besides my partner, well, if you've been dealing with a lack of motivation or a lack of big vision, this might be why. And you're part of Rewired now. You have a community of people that are going after their goals, going after their dreams. So get around those people. It's a great place to meet them and also pay for it. Can't afford it, can't afford not to. If I told you that I have a pile of gold in my backyard and you can come over and dig up as much gold as you want and you say, but I don't have a shovel. Does that make sense to you? No. But if I say, well, go get a shovel, it's unlimited gold. And you say, do you know what they're charging for shovels these days? Do you see the consequence of that? That's what's happening when we say, no, 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 I can't go and invest in myself, right? And that's what a lot of people who haven't invested in their personal development are experiencing right now. There's gold waiting for them. So there's gold in this group. There's amazing people in this group that you can get around. So if you don't have a lot of people that you surround yourself with, start here. But what we're going to do is we're going to list the top five people that we spend the most time with, with the exception of our kids. Jot those people down. And what I want you to do is compare the list of your five versus the list of characteristics of board of directors. I want you to circle the people on your list of five that have the qualities of a board of directors member. How many actually align? And what you'll find is a very rude awakening or a very empowering awakening on why your life is the way it is. This needs to change. And so how do you do this if you love people? You limit exposure and you li limit your influence within that exposure. In a different module, we're gonna talk about how to deal with negative people, that's a different topic. But for now, we just wanna bring awareness to this. I need to scrub that list, I need to limit my time with that list, I need to replace some board of directors member. By the way, someone can be on a board of directors, but you can also have employees, right? That means that people that are still working with you, that perhaps you're not letting influence the direction of the company, perhaps. What that means is that's a metaphor for people in your life that maybe not be on that board of directors level, but you still love them. And you're still gonna spend some time with them, but you're gonna limit that exposure and you're going to do it in a tactful way. Our board of directors, we wanna make sure our people play in life at a high level. So if you have five people that are playing life with those same characteristics, keep it up. You're doing something right and your life is probably looking pretty awesome right now. If you're at four people, expand your reach. Make a new connection. Reach out to people in Rewired. Invest in a seminar. Get to a Brendan Burchard event. Get to a Tony Robbins event. Get to a, whatever these events are. Get there and you'll meet these people and, and potentially limit your exposure to that one person that's not at that level. Or if it's in your family, increase compassion and service exposure to that one person. Does that make sense? Get in the room with successful people. And if you're at three or less, time to up-level your peer group. Time to get around people that have big visions for their life. Time to get around people that are playing life at the next level of you. I promise you, it will change your life. It'll make everything so much easier and you'll gain momentum so much faster. Does that make sense? Okay, now this is a big lesson because it impacts how we dream. Does that make sense? Okay, so what we're gonna go through next is a powerful vision exercise that will help you make a decision on who you want to become and what you're going to go after throughout this program. So I hope that this served you today. And always remember, you're just one insight away from a radically different life. I'll see you in the next lesson.